This is Rabbi Richard Weiss of the West Side Jewish Center in New York City. The topic that I'll be discussing is the verbal acceptance of Shabbos with the recitation of Mizmor Shir Liyom HaShabbos, Psalm 92. It is common practice during the summer season for people to begin Shabbos well before Shkia, well before sunset on Friday afternoon. It says in Shulchan Aruch in the Code of Jewish Law that the recitation of Mizmor Shir Liyom HaShabbos the recitation of Psalm 92 constitutes a formal verbal acceptance of Shabbos, and once recited, Shabbos has begun with all of its associated prohibitions. There is an additional opinion that the Mishnah Brura quotes that claims that the recitation of the end of the Lachadodi service. Bawi chala, bawi chala, or bawi chala, bawi chala, that the recitation of the end of the Chadodi constitutes a formal verbal acceptance of Shabbos. There is a minhag, a fascinating custom, that Professor Daniel Sperber quotes in his work, Minhage Yisrael. The custom apparently still is, and certainly was hundreds of years ago, and apparently still is in Prague, in the Altnoishul, in the synagogue in which the Maharal Prague prayed, the custom is that Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos, Psalm 92, is recited not once, but twice, with an intervening Kaddish recited. And the question is, what is the basis, what is the ideology of this minhag, of this custom to recite Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos not once, but twice? One explanation that Professor Sperber quotes is based on the golem, the artificial being, the Kabbalistically, mystically created entity or creature known as the golem of the Maharalmi Prague. And according to the legend that there was a golem, apparently one Friday afternoon, as the Maharal and the rest of the community were convening in the synagogue and beginning to recite the prayers for Shabbos, the golem wandered into the streets of Prague and started to act in an uncontrollable manner and started to wreak havoc. And so the Maharal was summoned from synagogue, but he had already recited Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos once. And so he intervened and somehow was able to neutralize and literally take the life quote-unquote, of the golem to be able to stop it from causing any damage or injury. When he went back to the synagogue, he recited Mizmor Shir a second time to demonstrate that he had not violated the Sabbath by taking the life of the golem because he is now beginning the Shabbos, and the first time that he recited Mizmor Shir was somehow not considered to be the acceptance of Shabbos. There are at least two problems with this particular legend. Number one, the fact that many scholars are of the opinion that the golem never existed, and of course, therefore, this particular legend would never have occurred. Number two, the question is, if it is true that the Maharal and the congregation had already recited Mizmor Shirli Yom HaShabbos once before, then how is it that that was not considered to be an acceptance of Shabbos? How is it that the Maharal was able to demonstrate that somehow that first recitation was not considered to be valid. It raises the issue, which is discussed in the rabbinic commentaries, whether if a person recites Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos 
well before the Shkia, or in other ways accepts the Shabbos before the sunset and wants to reverse that acceptance, whether there's any opportunity to reverse the acceptance of Shabbos or not. Another explanation, though, and one that Professor Sperber assumes is the more correct explanation for that minhag, for that custom, is based on the following. Apparently, the custom was in the Altnoishul in Prague that they would begin the services with musical accompaniment, using actual musical instruments, and that's prohibited on the Sabbath. And so they would begin, though, with musical accompaniment to inspire, to motivate, to infuse enthusiasm into the service. And so what they used to do was they would recite L'Chadodi, or they would recite Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos, together with musical accompaniment, but having explicitly in mind something that everyone was well aware of, that this was not really considered part of the formal prayer service. They were not really starting to formally daven yet. This was just a preamble to the service with musical accompaniment, perhaps similar to the newly founded services throughout the country and the world of the Karlbach style to infuse and to stimulate people. And so they would actually use musical instruments, but clearly with explicit intent of not beginning the Sabbath, so that the Mizmor Shir was not recited as a prayer of Sabbath, but just a, a psalm. And after that, they would put away the musical instruments and then begin the formal service and recite Mizmor Shir Liom HaShabbos a second time, with the intervening cottage to demonstrate that the second Mizmor Shir was the true service, and the first one was just for purposes of inspiration as a preamble well before sunset, well before what it teaches us is that we have to try to consolidate both the formal acceptance of Shabbos, its inception, with motivation with one Mizmor Shirley on the Shabbos, without the musical accompaniment of instruments, but with the music of people singing aloud and the music of our hearts.